Yeah. Today's Thursday. This is the slowest week ever. Uh, but I should... Ah, uh, my back. Why? Why? Uh, I'm dying. I've died. I'm dead. It's over. Anyway. Hey, Thursday. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the Birthday Boy Podcast. There. I get some energy. Even though I'm walking like a goddamn question mark. We're really having some fun today here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. No, we're not. We're not doing any fun stuff. Nothing fun is happening today on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Uh, but I can tell you I'm excited for uh, Dolphins, Bengals, Bengals. Did I say Bengals? Bengals, 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 Dolphin, Bengal Tiger, right? Bengals, Dolphins, Dolphins, Bengals. Ah, there, what are they asking here? Who do you trust more tonight, Tua or Burrow? Who do you trust more? What a weird way to... Oh, and look, the two different hosts on ESPN, they each picked a different guy. That's crazy. It's almost like, um, reminds me of Mike and Mike, how they used to just naturally, organically, and completely coincidentally, they would always have uh, the opposite take from one another uh if mike greenberg greenie would say something golick mike golick would uh have the opposite opinion and vice versa and and then they would get into the exact same argument exactly exactly one hour later in the in the and then again in the third hour and then again in the fourth hour because yes my <laughs> mike and mike in the morning was a four-hour show which I just think is uh, it's, it's it's insane, and they did that for like what twenty some odd years. I think what two thousand whatever. I don't even know. Two thousand seventeen. I feel like was when they they ended that show, and then like um, and Golik had a week off, and then came back and did. And I liked his show. I liked Golik and Wingo. I, I don't love Golik's son. Oh, he's a he's a little. You know, you can sometimes tell some of these kids who have never in their life been told that they're not funny. Maybe I'm one of those people. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's my problem. Somebody should have told me long ago, hey, shut up, man. You're not funny. Oh, my God. Look at this kitty cat. Can I just pet you? Oh, you're so soft and wonderful, and I love to pet you, and you're so cute, and I could stare at you all day. You're so sweet. Oh, my God. Oh my god, I love that cat. I love that fucking cat. Uh, oh man, my, I can't stand up straight. <sighs> anyway, yeah, Golik and Greeny, they did, uh, yeah. Uh, let's say, you know, because the show was on from 6 until 10. Oh my god. Can you imagine? And, uh,. <laughs> And then they'd have, you know, they'd get, they'd have, like, I disagree, Greeny. I think, uh-huh. you'd be like, well, go like, you yeah. <laughs> Well, Greeny, you're a metrosexual. You're a big dumb yuck. And then, the, and then an hour later, they'd be like, hey, what about the, uh, you know, 615? They'd be like, oh, who do you think's going to win tonight? I, I don't think the Dolphins have a chance against Cincinnati. Oh, Greeny, you, you don't even know anything about football. I played football. Cincinnati's going to win. It's not even a quiet blah, 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 blah. And then they'd argue. And then at 10.15, and then at, at 
Granny, who do you think's gonna win? Oh, I think it's gonna be. Well, I think all like it's gonna be. Uh, oh, oh, you Granny, you don't even know anything about football. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, I get it. This is an hour long show, and they're just they just have a live replay. <laughs> From six to seven, you get a kind of sort of get a you get a sports talk show, and then seven to eight, you're gonna if you've already listened from six to seven, you, what are you doing? Because it's it's gonna be the same shit over and over again. Obviously, sometimes they would have different uh, different uh, different uh, guests guests and things. By the way, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the King Tut immersive experience. I know that's like the thing that you know they had the immersive Monet. And we went to it last year, and it was really cool. Really, really a, a kind of a neat thing. It's different. Uh, this King Tut exhibit seems cool. I got to tell you, I I put my name on a mailing list uh, like years ago because they were like, "Hey, well, King Tut's coming to coming to Boston." King Tut Beyond immersive experience, and you got I don't know what you. Taking journey from the archive. Oh, so it's okay. Beyond King Tut. So it's actually like some. I can't tell if it's like actual any like actual Egyptian artifacts, or if it's just you know they've they've got some props and some things that they've staged, and then you got the and then it looks like the Monet thing where you just have. I feel like it's just gonna you walk in and it's gonna be like the epic music, you know. And it's just going to be, yeah, the walls are just going to be covered with videos of, you know, King Tut stuff and a narration that's like Disney kind of thing. Long ago in ancient Egypt, a boy king reigned supreme. King Tutankhamun, better known to you as King Tut. I don't know. Ah, anyway, it doesn't look that great. But maybe it is. I haven't heard anybody, you know, the Monet thing. You heard a lot of a lot of people went to that. I was excited to go to that, and I had a lot of friends who went to it, New York and Boston and Arizona and anywhere wherever I have uh, all over the place. They had it everywhere. Oh yeah, Coolio died. Man, that's sad. Fifty nine. That's not very old. How did he die? I don't know anything about Coolio. I used to have his CD, you know, the one with slide, slide, slippity, slide. Fantastic Voyage. I had that. I enjoyed it. Anyway, very sad. No more Coolio. And it's funny because I had a friend, my good friend Jody, who I say past tense like she's not. Of course, we're still friends. Um, but we we used to work together. And she, I remember talking to her because she thought, and this was like, what, 2013, 2014, that she thought that uh, that Coolio was dead. And I'm like, Coolio's not dead. And I think her kids, her kids told, had to tell her that, like, no, he's not dead I, I, or something. But I remember saying, like, no, he's, Coolio's alive. What are you talking about? And then we saw that last night that Coolio died. So I sent her a screenshot of the whatever article or something and said oh my god i can't believe it coolio's actually dead yeah look at that part of the sanibel causeway washed away 
So guess what? If you're on one side of that thing, you best get used to staying there. Because that, oh my gosh. I mean, how, oh my gosh. That, I mean, that's the, and I guess that's the only way to get in and out of, let's see. Wow. You know, it was kind of like one of those moments where you say, it can't be so, it can't be so. And, you know, we're, we're being as safe as we can. Paul, can you kind of look down here and just show where it crumbled in the sand and the concrete uh, underneath this bridge that once held up and carried travelers, uh, you and me, your, your loved ones, your friends and family, and all of our, our friends that visit us to the beautiful islands of Sanibel. Now, hmm. well, well, crumbled in the dark. So Damn, that is something. That's some uh, look. There's uh, that's clearly that needed some uh, some structural uh, updating long before today or yesterday. But anyways, Coolio, rest in peace to Coolio. Um, you know what's amazing is the president uh, is sending uh, Biden is sending. Uh, funding and, and and relief and all of that stuff. He's sending it to Florida, uh, despite uh, the governor being Republican. Isn't that weird? There was like about four years there where you had to, I don't know, you had to like suck the president's dick to get the money from him, even even if it was a you know a disaster, hurricanes and tornadoes and stuff. Anyway, anyway, crazy stuff. And it used to be, you might not remember this, but there was once upon a time before the Limbaugh's and the Savages and the Hannity's and Levin's and all these guys, uh, Tucker Carlson poisoned everyone's minds. Uh, there was a time where, like, yeah, that would just happen and nobody would ever be like, where's my thank you? I fucking helped the Democrats. I felt the Republican. You just you just work together. Anyway, those those days are long gone. They're not coming back. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we've got lots of happy stuff here. Coolio's dead. The, the democracy is uh, hanging on by a thread. Uh, the bridge to Sanibel Island is there's not even a thread left. It's just <laughs> at least up. I mean, look, you don't need to have the whole bridge. <laughs> you don't need to have the whole bridge wash away for it to be a problem. You just need a tiny little <laughs> tiny little spot and and that's it. No no more bridge. You might as well have no bridge. Um but Jesus, man, that's crazy. That's that's quite quite the storm. Um Greeny and Golick, what was I saying? Yeah, anyway, I liked I liked Golick's show. He had it with his son with Trey Wingo, Golick and Wingo. I thought that was pretty good. And then uh Boy, that lasted a couple, two, three years, and then they ended that, and Golik's kid went on. And I don't even know anymore. But yeah, that's a that's a that's a dude. Nobody ever told him. Nobody ever gave him any criticism. I don't think he seems like a nice enough guy. He's just I I don't find his jokes to be all that funny. But then again, here I am. Uh, probably a lot of people could say the same, uh, to me. Oh my God, my back, my back, I'm telling you right now. It's just, uh, yeah, every, ah, uh, oh, damn it. I've got toothpaste on this shirt. 
the last time I had toothpaste on this shirt. Why do I keep brushing my teeth in this shirt? It's one of my favorite shirts. It's a navy blue. Navy blue, uh, whatever, polo, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the wife got it at Old Navy. I love Old Navy. Um, I haven't been there in a long time, but like they, that's, I forget how inexpensive their stuff is and how well a lot of it fits me. That's one of the few places. Uh, if you go back, it, the, the, when I was old enough to say, hey, wh- what stores do I like to shop at? What are the things that I like uh, as far as clothing and all of that? Um, because uh, you used to have to go to Peter Harris. <laughs> I don't know if that place exists anymore. I don't think so. But uh, Peter Harris was a clothing store right there on Route 50 in Glenville. And, uh, yeah, it was, it's all crap. It was all crap. And I had to, yeah, I had, like, you know, pants that I didn't like, shirts that I didn't like. Ugh, just, but, but in fairness, most of the clothing back then was crap anyways. So, <laughs> oh, my back. Damn it. It really hurts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I became during the nineties, I think American Eagle, which is still around, which I also find that hard to believe because I, you never hear about it. I, I walked past it at the mall not too long ago. I believe it was at Crossgates. We were, we were trying to figure out, okay, which stores have been here this whole time. And it's not many as most malls. If you go to most malls. Most of the stores have probably not been there for too long, and certainly even fewer have been there uh, since the 90s or 80s. But there are some, you know, and obviously the big, you know, the Macy, J.C. Penney type stuff. Uh, you know, those guys have probably been anchored stores for quite some time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. American Eagle. I we walked. I said, "Wow, American Eagle," because I used to really like their jeans, and that was only because the Peter Harris jeans were so shitty that, by comparison, American Eagle jeans were really good. And then I got to a point where I was like, "Man, I don't. I think I hate American Eagle jeans." And then I was a Gap. That was I needed jeans from the Gap. Gap jeans were the jeans for me. And those, yeah, they fit pretty well. They were pretty nice. Uh, and and now I don't ha- I have one pair of jeans and it's uh, the inseam is too long and it's they're too I don't know they're too sun- they don't fit me and they look shitty they're shit jeans they're crap and it's the only pair of jeans I have and I have lots of pairs of pants I'm not I've never been a jeans guy I don't know why I think because I've never found jeans to be all that comfortable I very rare, there's been like two times in my entire life where I had a pair of jeans that was like, wow, this, this pair of jeans really fits me perfectly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I, I gotta, gotta get out there and just try to find a pair of jeans that's right for me. I'll tell you what pants fit me. <laughs> This is a terrible to say. Amazon Essentials. I have a couple of pairs of, you know, black and navy blue, and I just ordered a nice salmon color. Uh, let's call it what it is, pink. Um, 
It ain't salmon. It's pink. It's full on pink. These pants that I ordered from Amazon, the Amazon Essentials, they the the exact the waist is perfect. The everything about them, it's like holy shit. Because I'm not. I am a shape and a size, but eh, it's not super common. You know, I'm I'm shorter than average, and for people my height, I am. I'm definitely fatter. So, uh, yeah, I'm, (laughs) I am not very short, but I am, I am wide in some areas. And that's not a, that's not a pant size that's easy to come by. Um, oh man, my back, my back. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, didn't, nothing. Yesterday I was fine. Now I just fucking it, that's how it is. It just happens. You just wake up and your back's no good. And then in a couple of days it'll be fine. But I can't even. I, I usually pace back and forth while I do this podcast shit while recording on the phone. And then I uh, and I can't. I had to sit down. I'm sitting. I hate it. I'm a pacer. I pace back and forth. By the way, that's another thing that they said. Uh, I believe we were talking recently about. Um, Things that are things that autistic people do. This so this list was like, wait, what? Uh, don't like wearing socks. Check. Can hear electricity. I, may I guess I feel like the electricity I hear is the electricity that everybody would hear. Um, so maybe this is just like electrical currents at all times, no matter what. If I I don't know. I can hear you know the 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 the, the you, you know the power lines if you're walking. Uh, if you're walking past the power lines and there's no traffic or any other noise and you can just hear, you know, there's no, no wind or anything and uh, you're walking past power lines and you, I can hear those perfectly. But I, I can't imagine that that's I – have, I have pretty shitty hearing, so I can't imagine that I've got like some special fucking thing where I can <laughs> – hey, what's your superpower? I can hear electricity. Oh, how does uh, – how does you use that to your advantage? I don't. It doesn't do anything. It's just annoying. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> my fucking back. <sighs> so yeah, hearing electricity, not liking socks, and pacing back and forth. <laughs> we're, we're on that list, among other things that I absolutely do. Um. But anyways, I'm trying to pace because I'm trying to. You know, the movement is usually good, but right now it's making it not as good, making it less good. Oh my god. What am I what were we just talking about? Uh, well, anyway, jeans and shit and I got toothpaste on this shirt. I guess that's the real bottom line. And I, I it, anyways, it's a shirt from Old Navy. Uh, yeah. I, Peter Harris was like the first store I remember that wasn't my choice. Would never have to. Actually, one time in 2005 I went. I think I had a gift certificate to Peter Harris. They were still around back then. You know what I bought? I bought. I bought a walking a cane. What a fucking jackass! When I think about it now, I had a gift certificate to Peter Harris, and I'm like, well, one of my. I don't know if my grandmother gave it to. I, I don't know where I got it, but it was a Christmas gift. It was you know probably twenty five bucks, fifty bucks, something like that. And I'm like, well, I can't. I'm not gonna buy clothes from there because their clothes are dreadful, abysmal, atrocious. So I bought a cane, (laughs) 
I wonder what happened. I, I must have. It must be long gone. I bought this stupid. They had canes. They had these canes with like. I, f- I feel like it had a like a, a, a snake head or something. Maybe I'm thinking of Lucius Malfoy. I don't know, but it was a cane, and it had like a gold thing on the top. And I would walk. <laughs> I would bring it out in public. Like when I think about. The fact that my wonderful wife has been with me for 15 years of marriage and 23 years of togetherness. You know, uh, and and the thing, when I think about the things like that, like going to a store and spending gift certificate, Christmas money on a cane, like, okay, that's kind of, that's funny, it's silly. But then being me being me, I go a little bit beyond and I just – I bring the cane and we would go and uh, we would go to the mall and I'd be walking around with the cane and just like – yeah, like I, I don't – it's so, so stupid. And then uh, I remember going to the airport to pick up my parents who had just come back from a, something, a vacation I guess, and walking into the airport and they were by the luggage baggage claim – and they were both standing there, and I was walking in with my cane. And I was like, what happened? I'm like, what do you mean? What's with the cane? What happened to your leg? I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm fine. Why do you have a cane? I'm like, I don't know, just to have a cane. And, uh, yeah, and when I think about that, like, that's just one of the many things that my wife has uh, stuck around for. <laughs> um, very lucky man. Anyways... Yeah, I think that was my last Peter Harris purchase was the cane back in 2005. Speaking of 2005, that was also the year that uh, that I I owed somehow. In, in 2004, I worked at one place. I worked at Barnes and Noble, and I uh, and I worked at uh, I was a dog walker. <laughs> this guy for about a year. I think from 2003 to 2004, nice guy, this guy, uh, Steve, and he was a very sweet man, very nice guy, and he would just drive me to, you know, with the first couple of days, he drove me around and showed me all the places. He was a horrendous driver. I was very, very scared when I was in the car with him uh, in his little PT Cruiser. And one time we went to a house and I thought that he died uh, because he's, it was starting to rain and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm going to run in and I just need to feed the dog, let him out real quick. You stay here. It's, it's okay. You don't need to, you need to come in. I'm like, all right. So I sat in the car listening to Jim. Ro- Actually, it was the first time I ever heard Jim Rome was in the car with Steve Ames and uh, going to, you know, making the rounds with the pets and driving around to take care of different pets and him showing me the pets that I was going to take care of and all that good stuff. And, uh, (laughs) which I, yeah. (laughs) So, so I, it was when he went into the house and, uh, and then it started raining and I didn't see him and I sat in the car and I'm listening to the, Jim Rome show for the first time and kind of enjoying it and just sitting there. And then it's like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. 
and I'm thinking, and I'm, then I'm starting to I'm like, okay, something's, and it, and it's pouring rain. I mean, it's really just hammering. And I said, okay, but where is this guy? <laughs> like, I know he, you know, he took the dog out and he fed him, and and that's it. And I started to really, get, I was like, okay, what's what's up with this dude? Did he? And I'm picturing like, oh my god, did did lightning strike? Did the lightning hit a tree and the tree fell on him? And he's like, I like, did he have a heart attack in the kitchen? He's just, I'm just going to come in and find him dead on my first day as a pet sitter. No, he was sitting in the garage just with the dog tied to a leash. He was just sitting there, like on the floor in the garage, like leaning against the wall. I'm like, what's, you okay? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm just waiting for the rain. And at this point, it wasn't really raining all that hard, but, um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I was like, oh, I just, I thought maybe you died. He's like, no, I'm good. Um, but anyways, those are my two jobs in 2004. I worked at Barnes and Noble a few days a week and I took care of dog. I would walk some dogs here and there and I was not very good at the dog walking thing. <laughs> I showed up at this guy's house one time at like four in the afternoon <laughs> to walk his dog that I was supposed to walk at like, I don't know, 10 in the morning. And I opened these like, if I was, if I had half a brain, I would have said, okay, you know, uh, it's too late. I'm not going to go over there. But I went over and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm here to walk uh, the dog. He's like, yeah, but that I'm home. I'm walking the dog. I'm home from work already. Weren't you supposed to be here like six hours ago? I'm like, yeah, probably. I didn't. I didn't last too much longer in the dog walking, pet sitting business. And this guy was a sweet guy, though. Like he he took uh, he took um, took uh, Polaroids. It was just very sweet. He would he would go and I don't know if it was like for the first visit or for every visit or something. I think maybe just the first visit. He would take a Polaroid. Uh, he bought me a Polaroid camera. And so you go and you take a picture of the dog and you leave it on the table or the kitchen counter or something in a little note, you know, pretending to be the dog. Hey, mommy, I missed you. I don't know what the hell. Uh, but very, very sweet. It was very thorough. And I had, uh, yeah, there was one, there was this sweet little dog named Molly who was just down the road from me and I would go there every morning. They had they had a dish of candy corns, I remember, around Halloween. And I would, every day, I'd eat a couple of the candy corns. And then I'd be like, that's that's not for me to eat. Like, what do you, stop, stop. And, and, and then I'd go back and I'd be like, well, candy corn's still there. They clearly, they saw that I've been eating the candy corn. And this is certainly intended for me. So I'm going to keep eating the candy. So I did. And I'd walk the dog. And, uh, you know, that was, that was one of the few, I think, who were like, yeah, this guy's good, good little dog walk. There were a couple overnights that I did. Some, some house out in the country somewhere, these dogs. And this was a place that had, like, uh, it had, um, they had pictures of all the pets, all the dead pets, <laughs> dead dogs, dead cats, all pictures and nice frames all over the mantle all you know on top of the tv stand on top of the shelves bookcases whatever everywhere and next to all of those little pictures were little boxes or little decorative uh vases and it was all they all were just urns with all these pets ashes so you're just sitting in a in a big uh living room slash mausoleum 
of all the dead animals surrounding you. And I slept on their couch. And they're like, yeah, we need somebody to do an overnight. We're going to be out of town and uh, I need you to spend the night with our precious pup. And I did. And it was, you know, it was fine. It was good. But it was just so strict. It was just, it's, yeah, when I think about that, I think, I feel like I might have done others and I just can't remember. And, uh, yeah, uh, anyways. Uh, but as a result of me having barely any employment in 2004, as well as starting uh, grad school full time, uh, somehow that led to me owing taxes. I owed like, I don't even know. It was like a crazy amount. Also, I did my own taxes back in those days. So it's very possible that I didn't know them shit. Um, but you know, the government isn't going to come back and say like, Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey buddy, you gave us too much. They will. If you don't give them enough, they'll fucking arrest you. But yeah. Anyways. Uh, so tax time, April 15th, 2005, submitting my 2004 taxes and i owed uh not a huge amount i want to say it was like 80 bucks 100 bucks but to me in 2005 that's a lot of money that's a ton of money (laughs) and uh so my uh at the time fiance now wife said i will pay your tax bill if you spend the day going out in public wearing the clothes wearing the outfit that I that I pick out for you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I accept that deal absolutely. I don't even care what it is. And it wasn't anything crazy. It's not like she had me, you know, just walking around in like women's panties out in public, you know. Um she went easy on me, but it was I I, I had to wear her uh John Cusack t-shirt i think it just said i heart and then a picture of john cusack and i had um i remember i had like a pink feather boa wrapped around my neck and i can't remember the rest of it there was much more but those were some of the key feet oh and she she did my hair i think she put all kinds of um hair like pink hair ties and things in my hair so I had like just my hair was kind of I was overdue for a haircut and so my hair was sticking out all over the place and uh so she put a bunch of a bunch of hair maybe even a scrunchie it's possible there was like a pink scrunch it was something very big and noticeable so I've got I've got the pink feather boa I've got scrunchies and hair ties I've got an I love John John Cusack t-shirt and I, yeah, I went out in public and I think we stopped at Price Chopper because I went to their little uh, customer service thing where they had the Western Union. And so I was, I got, a, I guess, a cashier's check or a money order or something to pay my tax bill. She gave me, I think she just gave me the cash and I went in and I had, yeah, with the feather boa and all that stuff on. Oh, my back is really hurting. Man, I got I to gotta lie down. Jesus Christ, I can't stand <laughs> It's just, it's fucking, it's weird too how this shit just comes out of nowhere. Just comes the fuck out of nowhere. And by the way, this podcast, this recording that I'm doing right now, I've been working on this. Oh, oh my God, lying down feels so good. Oh, I'll never get up again. Oh, such pain. Such pain. Oh, Cliff, help me. 
I've fallen and I can't get up. Cliffy, it's your grandmother. My back. Oh, Jesus Christ. My back went out again, Cliffy. Oh, could you call me back? Could you come over and help me? I'm completely naked, Cliff. I was trying to change into my uh, panties. <laughs> I was trying to change into my panties and my bra and to put on clothing. And I reached down to grab my silk panties. And then I felt it. I felt something. A shooting pain, and my back has been out ever since, and I'm just lying here totally naked, Cliff. I'm completely naked, and I need you to come and carry me out to the car and take me to the doctor, Cliff. Please, Cliffy, you're the only, you're the only man in the family strong enough to carry me. <laughs> but I must remind you, I'm completely, totally naked, Cliff. I'm completely naked. Every inch of my naked body, your grandmother's naked body, every inch of it is on display for the world to see. So you also, you need to clothe me, Cliff. You need to help me. I've got, the only thing I have on is my panties, which are just wrapped around one leg. That's as far as I got before my back went out and I had to lie down. So I'm going to need you to come help me, Cliff. You're going to have to pull my panties up for me. You're going to have to put my bra, my my breasts are exposed, Cliff. You know, my breasts, my nipples, my areolas, the whole thing, Cliff. It's all out there for the whole world to see. And I need you to come and put my bra on, goddammit. <laughs> haven't done that in a while, huh? No, you haven't. You haven't called me back in as long either, Cliffy. It's been three years since I've heard my voice, and it's been three years since I've had my grandson call me back. Yeah, oh, those, the cliff, uh, the, the family's out at sea, last I recall, right? The Christmas, uh, goddamn, Christmas was the last time I did any of these fucking voices. Why? Why did I stop? Did I just get tired of it? Maybe. Because then I do it, and it's fun. It's like, oh, it's kind of fun to do that. I think just creatively, I just I've lost everything. I have no no creative abilities left whatsoever. So now I'm just a guy talking into the phone. Uh. Okay. So, oh, is this the plane flying through the hurt? Holy shit! Nick Underwood. This guy's like this guy's become real famous real fast. Holy shit! That is. That's quite the video, watching these guys, these hurricane, the hurricane boys, trackers and all that, flying through the, flying through the storm, flying into the eye. And then that overhead satellite, my God, the overhead shot of the hurricane, time lapse as it moves towards Florida and through, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, Anyway. What was I? Oh, God damn it. Here we go again. My mind, my mind, I tell you, I tells you. What was I fucking talking about? Grandma Cliff, my back. Oh, the John Cusack shirt thing. Or maybe I was done. Anyway, 
All I had to do was just get out everywhere we went. I had to wear that feather boa and the scrunchies and the hair stuff and the John Cusack t-shirt. It's, I'm starting to think I had some kind of thing like a tutu. Did I have a tutu around my waist? I have to ask. I have to ask the wife when she gets home. But either way, I did it willingly. I did it, you know, I had no problem with that. (laughs) I've never had a problem with that kind of shit. I mean, Jesus Christ, I went trick-or-treating for two hours uh, dressed as a French maid one year. And uh, (sighs) sorry, this is the only problem with lying down is that I start start yawning. Uh, Anyway. So, yeah, that's all I had to do. I had to go in and <laughs> I had to go to the grocery store, get a money order. We had to stop. Uh, I, we had to make a few stops and I had to go in public, uh, out in public a few times. And then, of course, when we got to the uh, whatever you call it, what's the place that mails shit? Post office. And when we got to the post office on New Carner Road, um, and I draw. I waited in line. I mean, that's the only time that I've ever, like that Simpsons episode where everybody's just waiting in line to get into the post office to mail their tax returns on the on the deadline. And I, that's the only time I can recall waiting in a line to get into a post office. I'm sure it happens. Still, I just, I don't know. I have somebody do my taxes, and then it's all e file and all that stuff. So I don't. I don't even know who the fuck is mailing anything. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so so she paid my taxes. I didn't have to pay my taxes. Uh, yeah, and all I had to do was spend a spend a day dressed up in the all that crazy crap. Anyways, uh, that's not at all what I was. Uh, oh yeah, so I had that. So yeah, two thousand five, quite an interesting year. Walking around in that get up, and then and then willingly. Just walking all over the place with a cane. And then, but you know, karma's a funny thing. The universe is a funny thing. Someone somewhere out there has, a, I guess, a sense of humor because it wasn't more than a few months later. Oh, gosh, I want to say February, March, January, February, March. I don't know, somewhere. Winter of 2006 that I had major leg pro like i don't know what happened but it was it was hard to walk i would go to the library and i would study and i would get up and like i not even i couldn't even limp like if i was printing something or had to go whatever to go to the bathroom i couldn't even i couldn't even limp i had to hold on to all the tables i it felt like i just you know every muscle in my leg just got you know somebody took a pair of scissors and cut all of it that's how painful it was it was just like oh my gosh and i would sit down and be okay if i stood up and tried to walk it was just it was weird i was having to leave gosh that was multiple times a day every day but for some reason i didn't think to pick up that cane and use it to get around which is really odd but yeah, that's what I, it was. Just like uh, on Seinfeld, when George is pretending that he has that twitch with his his elbow, and he keeps elbowing every eh, eh, eh. 
And then eventually he actually does develop a Twitch. <laughs> uh, it's classic stuff, man. Fucking Seinfeld. All right. Have we talked about everything that I plan to talk about? I don't even, I have no idea. Like I said, I've been working on this. This podcast has been a few minutes here and a few minutes there since this morning because I am just increasingly more and more disappointed with every recording I do. Every time I listen, I'm like, I, I, there's so many files where I've just, I've stopped in the middle and just hit, you know, turned off the recorder and said, all right, I, I'm done. I'm done. Speaking of done, I am done. I'm fucking, it's noon, and I'm going to try to catch 30 winks, whatever the hell that means. 30 winks, wouldn't that just be like you blink your eyes 30 times? Anyways, I'm going to catch, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully 40 winks at least. And uh, that's it. That's all. Uh, it's Thursday. It's a long week. It's just going to get longer. Everything's Everything's difficult these days. Uh, anyway, that's it for this uh, particular. Is it that? Is that it for this? Oh, that's all I was trying to say. Is I, I went from Peter Harris to American Eagle to Gap to Old Navy, and I, I would Old Navy was one of the first places where I found like holy shit, these are clothes that actual people would wear. And they even have them in my size. That was a very exciting day uh, when that happened. And now I just I buy my clothes from. Oh God damn it! I don't even I don't even know where. Various places, mostly online stores, and they're great. But I gotta find a good pair of jeans. Like I said, not a huge fan of jeans, but if I find a nice, comfy pair, then yeah. Yeah, baby. Then then we're really rolling. All right. I'm so exhausted. I got to go. Go to birthdayboyshop.com, get the merch, and uh, we'll talk to you next time here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.